0: What's shaking, Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1591 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Goals equal success, Fire Nation, and with the Freedom Journal, you'll be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Karina Givargasov. Karina Are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. Yes. Karina is a London stylist based in New York who's launching the first ever fashion philanthropic media brand, which is a registered public charity. Every six months, the brand is going to shift focus on a different charity or cause. It is called Mission Magazine, and the tagline sums it all up, fashion for beauty for good. Now, Karina, tell me how I did in your last name, and also take a minute to fill in some gaps from in that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life.
1: Oh, well, you did the, you pronounced my surname 100% right, which was yes! great. So I appreciate that because it gets butchered a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I started styling about 18 years ago, um, and I came out to, um, to do an internship at W Magazine and lived in New York for a couple of years and then went back to England and the turning point for me on, on getting to mission was um, the tragic loss of my mother and brother within 13 months of each other when I was in London um, and that changed my mindset years ago, 15, 16 years ago, especially when you're working in such um, an egotistical um, vain industry yeah. as fashion. Um, it kind of it made me see everything in a completely different perspective Um, and I'd always struggled to want to do something different but I just never could grasp what that would be Um, and so um, yeah Mission got born uh, just over two and a half years ago I've been on this every single day um, and actually rather obsessed about it because I just believe in it so much Um, and the tipping point I think for me was my friend Actually, not. I I know it was. It was my friend getting breast cancer. She got diagnosed four years ago. um, And it was April, two and a half years ago. I was on a photo shoot in Manhattan for um, a big fashion label. And it was going to be on the billboards around Times Square. And the client's saying to me, oh, you know, I'm not sure about the size of this button. What do you think? Can we change it? And they were kind of debating it for about 20 minutes. Meanwhile, my friend's having her first mastectomy, Mm. um, eight-hour operation, And I work in the service industry. You can't really say anything when I really wanted to say, you know what, shove your jacket. No one's (laughs) going to look up at a billboard and go, well, oh, don't know about that jacket. That button's a bit small and not buy it. So um, for me, I just felt I have to just try and do something um, different and use my 18 plus years of being in this Amazing industry to do good, um, and and all those contacts I've met over the years. How can I bring them on board to be part of something really meaningful? Um, and that was kind of that was a massive, massive turning point for me. It was the first time I've ever had such clarity on anything, um, and it's just been it's been the wildest journey. I have to say, um, John, it's you know. It, I say to people when I meet them, three years ago, I had my head between Matthew McConaughey's legs on all fours, tiny shoelaces. <laughs> I didn't know what a P&L was, what a return of investment, a KPI. I had no idea what the hell any of this stuff was. Um, and I've learnt everything from the ground up and I've loved learning it. It's actually stuck. Um, I wish I was like this at school. I would have been more academic <laughs> because it's a public charity, because there's going to be famous people involved and high-level creatives. I need to know exactly how it works and how it runs and be um, do due, due diligence and make sure it's all legally set up and correct. So I have to understand P&Ls and everything.
0: Well, speaking of Matthew McConaughey, I will say that I just watched an amazing movie with him last night called Sea of Trees. So Fire Nation, if you've not Ooh. watched that- that is, you, you gotta have your tissue box ready though. It is a sad, sad movie. But oh, wow. just like you shared, Karina, about how it took that tragedy to kind of snap mm-hmm. you out of the world that you were living in. You know, that's sad, Fire Nation, when it takes a tragedy like that. But that's the power of podcasts and the power of us talking about Karina's journey right now so that we can learn from her mistakes and that we can learn from her successes. You know, we can do both of these things now so that we don't have to go through tragedy to take a step back and realize what's important and that we can learn from what Karina's done right so that we can take, you know, the, the right shortcuts and, and avoid the pitfalls that a lot of us do when we just kind of charge forward without knowing the path to take. So I love the mission of Mission Magazine, Karina. You've definitely nailed that. I can just hear the passion. And it's just so exciting, Fire Nation, when somebody is doing something that they are passionate about. We have enough lifeless souls that are just zombie-like wandering around the subways of New York City literally every single day going to some soul-sucking job Uh. that they're giving nothing to. Why not make a difference in this one life that we have to live that, by the way, can be quite short quite quickly because of just random things that happen in life so let's kind of move a little bit Karina into your journey as an entrepreneur now take us to what you consider the worst entrepreneurial (laughs) moment that you've experienced to date and tell us that story
1: oh my god how long have you got um (laughs) uh I think the worst entrepreneurial it's got to be my trip to Dallas um I got connected to um a woman through someone I had met in New York um, and I'd spoken to her five months prior building up to this. I would sent her the prototype. I would sent her the media kit. She was going to come on board and help and one of her sentences before I went to Dallas was, we don't need our husbands to write a check. You come down here for a week and we can get you a million dollars. Mm. So I was like, okay, great. Um, And I went in last, it was this January, actually, 2016, when there was a a horrific snowstorm coming to New York. Um, And I didn't realize that because I was in bed with flu. And then um, my boyfriend said, you better change your flight early. So I ended up diverting to Austin, getting a bus, going to Texas. Um, And I traveled with, this lady had told me to get a six foot banner made up. Um, and that I was going to be hosting several women, doing several things. A shop was going to give me, do a day shopping, 10% was going to go to Mission of the proceeds. I was going to go to a Ferrari showroom. We were going to do cocktails thing there. Um, And on the first day I got there, the next day we were going to have a lunch at this, um, I think it's called Highland Park Village, which is quite an affluent area of of Texas and of Dallas rather. And she um, had a luncheon, reserved for me to present mission to 20 women now um i'd spent up to i think i was up till 2 a.m the night before preparing um like an um like an auction like a fundraising thing different levels of what people could put in and what they would get either you get to go to a calvin klein showroom you get to come front row at a fashion show so i spent all night working on this because she had given me homework just literally six o'clock the night i got in I walk into I I texted her in the morning and I said, Can I shall I bring the banner? I said, Yes, do. Now i thought I was gonna be have the whole place to myself that I'm doing this presentation. Um, and I'd brought fishing wire out of my stylus prop kit in my bag. I had double stick tape, so I think how the hell do I hang this thing? It's six foot. How am I going to put this up on my own? Okay, I can do this. It's fine. Just that's the least of my worries. She's, and I said, I bring the banner. Said, yes, please do. I turn up at this restaurant. It's full on lunch service for the public, 12 o'clock. Mm. And we are sitting in a There's a corner table and it's so busy and loud. And I walk in with this seven foot cardboard um, <laughs> oh. poster. Um. And clearly, there was nowhere for me to put it um, because we weren't in a private environment. Um, And I just, this is the first time meeting this woman face to face after five months building up all this anticipation. I'm thinking, oh, my God, finally, we're going to make the March deadline. This is amazing. Um, And she just, I said, oh, nice to meet you. And I said, so where shall I put this? Um, And I have to say, I was so livid um, it was really hard to even talk straight and she went oh, don't worry about that we don't need that bearing in mind I texted her an hour before I was meeting her do I need to bring it mm. um, and the whole week just went from bad to worse um, these women had no idea what I was talking about I thought that my host had prepped them so I was going into this meeting completely cold explaining to their mission over a luncheon that was really noisy in the environment we were in um, and all these promises she had made just didn't happen um, and I had staff standing by in New York ready to go to be part of this with me um, printers on hold and it was a really really tough week um, and I remember on the Friday um, speaking to my brother in England just saying I don't know if I can do this I, it's it's done we're over I can't do it anymore um, and, um, I came back to New York and just, and a friend of mine who works for, um, LVMH, this, which is Louis Vuitton and Dior and all this, she'd lent me all her wardrobe. So I'd gone there cause I oh. thought, oh my God, I've got to go against competition. And yeah, I'm a stylist. I work in fashion, but I don't dress as they all do when I go to the shows because I have other, other, um, other aspirations to do, you know, to put my money into. So I'd kind of dressed up to the nines for these women, um, and not worn any of it. We'd gone to no black tie gala at someone's house like she'd promised. Um, we had her her father host um, a fundraising event from 1 until 4 p.m. where we had an enormous spread of food for about 60 people. Um, we got there at midday. Three people came. Oh. Three people came. And I sat there in this elaborate room that looked like something out of Dynasty from the 80s. waiting for Crystal Carrington to walk in. And I just thought, what the hell am I doing here? And I said to the lady, who did you invite? How many, did you, when did you email them? She goes, oh, I emailed them three weeks ago and, and that was it. You didn't follow through. She went, no, should I have done? Should I do it now? <laughs> and I just went to her, it's a bit bloody late now, love. It's one thirty. They should be here. Um, And clearly she, I guess, had good intentions but didn't really know. She was very... She comes from a very rich background, and I guess she just used to go into a sit down gala where you raise your hand up and bid money and didn't know. But she wouldn't let me organize anything. So I kind of, it's the first experience of leaving someone completely in control of your brand for the first time.
0: Wow, I mean, Fire Nation, one thing that I really want to jump in here and say is the curse of knowledge isn't really super applicable here, but it's something that I want to talk about because it's something that Karina, for me, just keeps coming up again and again as you're talking is that we just have this curse of knowledge as entrepreneurs. You know, we are just like, wow, like, I know what my business is. I know what my brand is. I know what I'm bringing to the table. And we hope and we assume that other people are going to do the same so or or know the same or just understand the same. And so when Karina walked into that room, the, the women didn't know her from Adam or Eve. Like they just hadn't ever heard of what she was doing. So she was starting cold and that was tough. Now, again, this isn't super applicable, the curse of knowledge here, because Karina had it in other in someone else's hands to set that up for her to warm up the crowd to get things going and that person failed so you know my big takeaway here is of course you know karina you likely trusted you know the right mm-hmm. person as far as like you, you that was a person who was supposed to be in control but it would be a lot better off in the future for fire nation if you find yourself in a situation like that you want to be checking in and saying hey like are you doing X? Are you doing Y? Are you doing Z? Now, again, Karina was being told, yeah, bring that billboard. Yeah, we're going to have a, a, you know 60 people showing up, blah, 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 all these different things. So she was just being misled at every single way, shape, and turn. But that is going to happen because people, again, are just not going to come through all the time. They're not going to really know what they're doing all the time. So the more that we can do to prevent that happening, taking the responsibility and putting it on our shoulders as much as we can the better. Now, again, this isn't 100% applicable to what Karina went through here, but it's something that you want to know, Fire Nation. Be responsible for things that are affecting your business in a positive way. So, Karina, that's my big takeaway. I'm going to challenge you. Just one or two sentences. Sum up what you want Fire Nation to get from that story.
1: Micromanage your business. I think people complain about bosses micromanaging, but I've had three experiences now up to date where I've given respect and um, to the person that's in their profession thinking okay they're going to step up they've been passionate about helping and I've been let down Um, so now I just think you have to know every aspect of your business and don't just assume that someone said they're going to do it and they follow through you need to just be 100% on everybody's case with your business
0: fire nation micro manage your business make it happen so karina let's shift to another story now and you're gonna have to be more concise with this story so again i'm throwing the challenge out there what's one of your greatest ideas you've had what's one of your aha moments take us to that moment tell us that story
1: it's mission that's my only greatest idea ever um and that was um i think the weekend after doing this photo shoot my friend have an operation I woke up on a Sunday, 4 a.m., really worried about her. And then I started compartmentalizing in my head, the pros and cons of my job, my my skill set, what I could do,
0: what I loved. So you weren't worried about the buttons on the billboard. You were worried about your friends.
1: No, I just, <laughs> it was for me, okay, I'm done. I've got to think of an idea of something better to do with my life. And that was on the Friday. And on the Sunday, 4 a.m., I had this idea to do um, a fashion media brand that gives the profits back to
0: charity. And what was the next step you took after having that idea? Like, did you talk to somebody to validate the idea? Did you look around for competition? Like, what was the next step?
1: The first person I told, actually, was my friend who was suffering with breast cancer. Ah. I, went, I went straight to her that morning to bring her breakfast in bed at her apartment. Um, and I ran into her apartment and go, oh, my God, Libby, I've had the best idea ever. And she just went, that's incredible. She goes, and I said, well, it is my only idea ever. But
0: it's, <laughs> it better be you know, good. <laughs> let's be honest.
1: So it better be bloody good. Um, and then I spent two and a half years, two years diligently yeah. doing the legal work and the background checks and finding about the competition and reaching out to law firms um, and just doing my homework. And we only went public with it in September this year with Fashion Week.
0: Well, let me challenge you with a question right now. What would you say is the most surprising thing you learned over those two years that, again, was just surprising? Like you just didn't expect that this was going to be part of the business or the planning process.
1: I've had a real insight into human nature. Um, it's been very fascinating how people have wanted to be part of this and get all excited, but it's very much about them. Um, they want to be interviewed, they want to go on the cover, um, or they want to have content written about them.
0: Like I said, Karina, every person's favorite radio station is WIIFM. What's in it for me?
1: <gasps> Genius. Hey, yes.
0: just give me credit twice when you use that, and then it's yours forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really true. It's been very interesting. But, and then there's also been amazing surprises with people I've I've never met before, stepping up, wanting to help and giving their time and, and volunteering their time for months at a, at a time. So um, human nature has been the most interesting.
0: Human nature. Well, let's bring this forward to today. What are you most fired up about right now?
1: We are doing our first ever fundraiser at the iconic Boom Boom Rooms in January. I managed nice. to ask them to get it to me for free. Um... And I convinced them why. And they are going to work with us on doing that in January. We're looking to do that around the inauguration because our first issue is Women of Empowerment. So I'm really gun ho on getting this up and going. And also we're working on content now for the first issue, which is due in the end of January. So um, we, um, we're working with a great celebrity publicist in LA and trying to get certain cover women We want six to eight different women on the cover. Um, So it's, yeah, I'm very fired up about all of that because it's, I'm learning as I go, John. I, you know, I've never dealt with any of these people before. Um, And it's very exciting. And I think um, I met this lady last week who's a headhunter and she places designers at Tiffany's, at Donna Karen at DKNY, at Coach, and she's very tapped into the industry. And I, I'd never met her before. And she said to me last week that, you know, she said, oh, my God, this is so exciting. I really want to be part of this. She said, But I think being she said that I think I could me being naive has been my biggest strength because I just don't know what's coming. And I think had I known all the work that was needed for this and the incredible stress, I would not have had the guts to have carried on. <laughs>
0: Ignorance can be bliss, Fire Nation, (laughs) absolutely for entrepreneurs. And I don't want you to be ignorant of the lightning round, Fire Nation, so stick around after we thank our sponsors. Time is everything. And when you have a packed schedule, it makes it that much more important to guarantee that your body is getting the nutrients that you need to have a productive and focused day. For me, that means having my athletic greens drink first thing in the morning. That way I know I have my bases covered. AG has over 75 ingredients working together to help with 11 different areas of health. It's by far the most complete whole food supplement on the market. Best part, the AG team has arranged a special deal just for you, Fire Nation. If you check out AG, you'll receive 20 single-serve travel packs valued at $99, completely free with your first order. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash fire. Getting into a daily routine with Athletic Greens will be the single best thing you can do for your health and success this year. I know it will be mine. Quick question for all the marketers listening. What's your address? My friend Billy Jean wants to send you something in the mail. It's small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI, return on investments. For the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com, Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ad campaigns for free. You just cover the shipping. Once you get this flash drive into your computer, you'll have instant access to the ad he used to generate 290 appointment requests for local businesses in 24 hours, the exact ad he used to jumpstart his agency and close close to $10,000 in one day, and dozens of other proven campaigns that he and his clients spent millions of dollars in testing. Visit copyourads.com to take Billie Jean up on this generous offer today. Karina, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Having
1: an idea um, that felt so right, I was willing to risk everything for it.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Everything will morph and change and to ride with it.
0: What is a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: That I'm incredibly tenacious and passionate.
0: Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation?
1: Yes, Google Drive. That's been amazing with sharing documents with my team who are all over the place.
0: If you could recommend one book to, of course, join Mission Magazine on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why?
1: I would say The Lean Startup by Eric Rise, um which got recommended to me at the early stages, uh, just teaches you how not to spend all your money in the early stages of setting up a company business, just having longevity with it. I learned a lot from that book.
0: MVP, the minimally viable product. Just get it out there, Fire Nation. Get feedback, adjust, pivot, drive forward. Now, Karina, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Don't ever give up. If you believe in something so, so strongly, we only have one life and it's worth you just pushing yourself. Every time you think you're at that tipping point, there's more coming. Um, <laughs> and I just think just keep on going and you'll get these small little victories that validate what you're doing is right and you're on the right course.
0: And what's the best way to connect with you?
1: Um, I would say info at missionmag.org.
0: Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with KG and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. If you just type in Karina, that's Karina with a -A K-A-R-I-N-A in the search bar, her show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about. Links, timestamps, these are the best show notes in the biz. And one more time, Karina, what's that email address?
1: Info at missionmag.com. Org.
0: Give her an email, Fire Nation. Shoot it over. She will respond and just, you know, ask a question. Thank her for being on. Thank her for what she's doing for this world. And Karina, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you, John. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Karina today. And if you are ready to turn your funnels on fire, I have a free step-by-step course awaiting you at Funnel on fire.com. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, what's your address? My friend Billy G wants to send you something in the mail. It is small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI for the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com. Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ads campaign for free. That's copyourads.com Get the nutrients you need to have a productive and focused day with Athletic Greens. Get 20 single-serve travel packs valued at $99 completely free with your first order. Visit athleticgreens.com/fire to claim your special offer.